go home. Go home. Go home. Hi guys, and welcome to the 25th episode of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, my best friend, my tag team partner, Brian Abushakra. Brian, how are you doing today on the second attempt of us recording a podcast? I'm doing good, and I thought of a really bad joke. Oh, go for it. So this podcast is now at the age where your insurance rates go down. That wasn't really a joke. That's just what happens when you turn 25. Uh, what's the deal with these insurance rates? That was a bad joke, because that was a bad impression. I know. There you go. Brian, how has your week been? You've been doing well? Everything, at, everything at work is okay? Yeah. Uh, we're recording here live at Brian's uh, studio apartment in Chicago, Illinois. That's a shout out. Col- Colt Cabana, I know you listen to this. Uh, shouts out to you. Shouts out, Colt Cabana. Shouts out to Colt Cabana, who definitely listens to wrestling podcasts about people who don't have anything mm-hmm. to do with professional wrestling. Well, we but met sh- him. But share their opinions. We personally met him. We bought t-shirts from yeah. him. Uh, yeah. When we used to go to PWG shows, we used to see Colt Cabana all the time. Mm-hmm. Colt was great. Mm-hmm. You know who uh, shared something today? On Facebook, that uh, got me thinking about PWG uh, was our friend Lauren. Uh, Lauren oh, was a guy man. that we would uh, see and hang out with at PWG shows when yeah. we used to go up years and years and years ago. Back in two thousand seven, um, is he? He and his friend Tim, we would hang out with them. Oh yeah. Uh, he linked a uh, a video today in honor of Kevin Steen signing with the WWE. And it's called Follow a Slam and Spit on a Fan. <laughs> it's Kevin Steen super young. Oh, really? At PWG wrestling Chris Bosch. Oh. And uh, he picks up Bosch and gets him a Follow a Slam and Follow a Slams him into the wall. And everyone's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Kevin Steen picks up a Gatorade, opens the Gatorade, drinks it, and spits it out. He's like, there's alcohol in this. What the fuck? <laughs> Lauren hands him a bottle of water. And then Kevin Steen takes a drink of it and then turns and then spits it all over Lauren and like hits him in the balls. <laughs> it was like, what, what kind of fan interaction is that? It's Kevin Steen. Yeah, but that's totally what would happen uh-huh. when you went to PWG shows. I es- loved it. Especially with Kevin Steen and Super Dragon. Yeah. Always fan interaction like that. And when they would wrestle each other, they had like awesome feuds. They did. When they would wrestle each other, it was like, oh, the, uh, I think the crowd's definitely going to get involved. Because mm-hmm. uh, they hated Super Dragon or loved Super Dragon. Yeah. And hated Kevin Steen or loved Kevin Steen. Oh, They're, yeah. Not a lot of middle ground on those people. Mm-mm. But I guess that brings us to the hot topic right now. Yes. Kevin Steen just announced, signed with the WWE in NXT. Saw him with a picture shaking Triple H's hand. That's badass. Uh, Triple H with his uh, this nice smug face mm-hmm. as he uh, as he's had in like the last couple of signings. And his half cocked smile. Yeah, as uh, as you know, you guys uh, as you guys know, he signed Kenta from uh, New Japan, mm-hmm. and he also signed Bullet Club founder, Too Sweet, good Too brother, sweet. Prince Devitt, Fergal yes. Devitt. Uh, Fergal. <laughs> he's Irish. I know. And. Uh, it's now it's Kenta, mm-hmm. Devitt, yep, Steen, man, Zane, yep, Neville. I, I mean, and Cesaro. Yeah, I I mean, holy shit, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, all these indie guys. One CM Punk. Yeah, all these indie guys now in mm-hmm. WWE. Yeah. Wow. That's, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Where do you think uh, Slater fits into all this? Yeah. So what's Heath Slater gonna be doing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's really crazy to see where W like. I feel like this is the first time in a long time that WWE has 
I don't want to say done its job because I think that gives the connotation like, oh, it's finally doing its job. But I think the aspect of like wrestler signings and wrestler scoutings, yeah, they've like really done their job yeah. and found who fits, who works, who they can mold, and who can be like the next guy. Yeah. Uh, super international too. Yeah, that's what's the weirdest part about it. Kent is from, I mean, obviously Japan. from Japan. Yeah, uh, Devin is Irish. Irish. Steen is from Montreal, Quebec. Yes, uh, I think Montreal. I assume. I think he. I don't know. Where does Sammy Zane live? I don't know. Everyone's from Montreal. Great basta. <laughs> uh, really crazy. Yeah. That, that WWE is going to be doing like, I mean, they're going to be touring touring all over mm-hmm. you know the world and everything. And now with, I mean, Zane's from Quebec. Yeah. And you have uh, the Jumpin' Jordy. Adrian Neville from whatever part of England that's from. I haven't called him the Jumpin' Jordy in forever. (laughs) I call him the Jumpin' Jordy. Good. That name lives with me. Good. He's the man that Jordy's forgot. Uh, (laughs) They're going to be traveling internationally, Mm -hmm. and these guys are poles. Emma is a pole down in Australia going like, look, Australian superstar Emma. Yeah. Here she is. Plus they got Paige from England. England. And And it's, it's just very international. That being said, if they go to Mexico... Uh, one less superstar they're going to be showing off. Uh, Alberto Del Rio getting released this last week. Yeah, for conduct. That was really weird. That that to me is like there was shit going on with somebody higher up. Like, I would say a road agent or maybe one of like the senior writers. If you follow Dirt Sheet stuff, it appears that he slapped some guy who's a social media manager. But then... Perro. He must have been a perro. He must have. Uh, but I don't understand because when it said that he was fired or best of luck in your future endeavors, it didn't say his real name. It said Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Then WWE's Twitter Mm -hmm. started tweeting about like, if you want to be mad at someone, be mad at Alberto Del Rio. He did this to himself. Which is weird. And then Triple H retweeted it. Yeah. What is that? And, And this is the kind of stuff in wrestling that I think people don't like what I really enjoy where it's I don't know what's real and what's fake anymore yeah uh when you start blurring that line and I've been a fan of wrestling since I was like 10 yeah uh like the the amount of time I've watched wrestling is now legal age uh (laughs) like to blur that line Mm -hmm. is so cool yeah I really really enjoy that so I'm I'm really wondering if he actually is released I, I mean I assume he is yeah he has a 90-day no-compete no compete clause. That's the way it works in WWE. Right. But I don't think that matters because I have a feeling that he saved his money pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and he really won't be hurting for indie bookings. No. He, he can go anywhere. And oh, yeah. honestly, he'll probably go down to AAA or CMLL. Mm-hmm. It, like, he'll be in Mexico, yeah. and he'll make a ton of cash down in Mexico being, like, their main guy. That's what he used to do. Yep. So, so. There, there you go. Uh, some other non-WWE news. Uh, G1 tournament new japan right uh that all wrapped up Mm -hmm. it was cool if you guys aren't familiar with the g1 tournament you should definitely check it out it is like a huge wrestling tournament where it's not like any of the matches are like four minutes long and they go well obviously this guy's moving on there are like 30 to 40 minute matches in like the earliest rounds holy shit oh it's ridiculous and then you see like the coolest wrestling like carl anderson was just reversing stuff and yeah. like he i mean he does an ace crusher yeah so he's just doing that like oh here's a suplex oh, now it's an ace crusher like <laughs> all these sequences that were so cool and and I, I don't know g1 is really great but i get the news for me that really stood out from all this and everything new member to the bullet club uh hashtag too sweet hashtag good brother hashtag talking shop 
Uh, we got a new good brother in the Bullet Club. I don't know how I feel. Brian's doing the strut, but you can't see it. It's cool. I'm cool. Double J Jeff Jarrett joined Bullet Club. <laughs> I cannot believe it. Neither can I. Guess what he did? Showed up and hit people over the head with a guitar. Man. God <laughs> Thir- damn it. 30 years never changing. <laughs> Uh, I think that probably had a lot to do with uh, here's here are the factors that I think brought it into it. Yeah, had a lot to do with AJ Styles, who I think is definitely like a Jeff Jarrett protege guy. Yeah, no, I mean he was TNA when Jeff Jarrett was like running a lot of it and everything. Was, yeah, AJ Styles was like the man, mm-hmm. and I think AJ Styles leaves doing like the best work of his career. Right, doing incredible stuff. Um, I think that he goes, he does something cool, mm-hmm. and now he's like Jeff, you gotta. Come out here and do this. Yeah. Other factor, Jeff Jarrett is apparently starting this new promotion, mm-hmm. this Global Force Wrestling or whatever it's called. Why does it have to have such a shitty name? I don't know. But I think he's really, really, really trying to get like talent deals with New Japan and, and stuff all over. Huh. And I think that's the reason he was in Japan was to take meetings to see, you know, let's have like a working relationship and let's get your wrestlers over here and That'd we'll get our cool. wrestlers over there. I'm all for more international. Absolutely. Uh, but Jeff Jarrett and the Bullet Club. Man. Uh, I hate Jeff Jarrett. You and me both. Hate him. Hate him. Never enjoyed him. Don't like him in the ring. Don't mm. like his mic work. Don't mm. like his gimmicks. Mm-mm. Don't like the guitar. Nope. Don't like slap nuts. Don't like his ring attire. I, I don't like anything about Jeff Jarrett. The uh. best thing Jeff Jarrett's ever done was his four-minute role in Spring Breakers. <laughs> that is the best thing Jeff Jarrett's ever done to me. But, <laughs> but, that being said... The outrage that you saw on social media <laughs> and like forums and stuff, yeah, like I, I don't think I it's any secret. It. We I, we go to we go to Squared Circle and everything, and yeah, holy shit, they were like pissed. <laughs> and you know what? That's what a heel stable is supposed to do. Yep, and they fucking did it. Yep. Oh, it was it's, so good. It's turned me on to really like having the desire to go seek out New yes. Japan Pro. Yes, I know. I've been saying like every week. Oh man, I really want to check that out. Really want to check that out. But now I'm like, I think that's what I'm going to do like next. Yep. When I'm done watching all these Brock Lesnar matches I've been watching for 3 weeks, mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching New Japan Pro. Yep. New New Japan's the the place to be. I keep going back and forth on if I want to buy a Bullet Club shirt. Uh You probably don't. I but I do. It looks cool. I know. It looks fucking cool. But this is how I think when it comes to shirt buying. In 2 years am I going to look at that in my closet and go, "Oh, I fucked up." Sure. Yeah, because I want to tell people everything's too sweet. I've been too sweeting everybody. Hey, you guys can send us your too sweet pictures uh, on Twitter. We've uh-huh. been getting them. Go to uh, at, at Go Home Show is a great place to send your too sweet photos. <laughs> we'll definitely retweet them. Yes, and everyone, everyone can be too sweet together. We yeah. can be hashtag good brothers. Hashtag. And we can, we can hashtag talk shop. <laughs> you can spend about five minutes trying to ba- balance a glass of whiskey on your hand. Dude, people were made, like... That you did that. That was great. Some people were like pretty creative. There were people like, "Yo, man, this pizza's too sweet. Yeah. Yo, this guitar's too sweet. Yo, man, my girlfriend's boob is too sweet." I'm loving it, dude. Awesome. I awesome. think that was one of the best things this morning. We got a, a secondary tweet from Triple H of Kevin Steen and mm-hmm. Devitt, and they were too sweeting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Oh hell yeah! I love how that's just a thing that's like. For some reason, all of a sudden, coming is it? Got I, I brought. I'm. I'm help. I'm. I'm helping Bullet Club bring oh, it yeah. back. Bullet Club decided we're doing too sweet. Oh, Fuck yeah, I'm we're jump doing too on sweet. that. Love too sweet. <laughs> too sweet is the best. It is. God damn, <laughs> I can't get enough of it. Mm-hmm. Well, 
I guess if we're uh, if we're switching gears, we should definitely get into uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, because SummerSlam is coming up, and uh, right off the bat of this show, see, this is why I like not talking about SmackDown. Yes, we have so much room to. Like, I don't feel like we have to cram anything in. Yeah, we're like a few minutes in, and we're just kind of like, oh, let's Coasting get like, along. yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It feels good. It's like mm-hmm. a leisurely bicycle ride instead yes. of like just motoring to be like cover the thing, cover the thing, cover the thing. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've enjoyed watching wrestling so much more mm-hmm. now that I don't have to really pay attention to SmackDown. I just don't think SmackDown's on its cal- on like the caliber of everything else yet. It's not. NXT I genuinely look forward to. Raw I genuinely look forward mm-hmm. to. SmackDown I feel like this is, a nice, this is a nice show. Yeah. I think it's good for kind of like a, a live touring promotion mm-hmm. and then that's about it. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, we should talk about SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam is coming up this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, the Raw this last week was the go-home show for SummerSlam. It was. Uh, very excited to uh, see what happens in SummerSlam, what's going to be going on and everything. Um, let's run down the card. You want to make some predictions? Yes, let's I love do doing it. that. Uh, let's start with Bray Wyatt against Chris Jericho. As you know, the Wyatt family, both ba- they're banned from ringside. Mm-hmm. No Luke Harper, no Eric Rowan. Uh, Chris Jericho got the last win mm-hmm. uh, against Bray Wyatt clean. Uh, sort of, sort of. Uh, DQ. Mm-hmm. Nah, no, it was a, it was a clean win. Uh, Chris Jericho beat Bray Wyatt clean, but I think there was like, oh, I thought you were talking about to get the other guy. No, 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 yeah, no. yeah. There, no, there was a clean win, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think? What do you think? SummerSlam, Bray Wyatt, Chris Jericho. It's got to be Bray Wyatt. Yeah. I mean, in terms of writing, if you write it any other way, it won't make sense mm-hmm. unless you throw some sort of wrench in there that we have no. But that's what we said about the last pay per view and Bray Wyatt lost. Yeah. But I guess you you know you milk a Jericho appearance, mm-hmm. so I I would hope just based off of uh, off of this last one on one meeting between Bray Wyatt and Y two J on Raw, uh-huh. which we'll talk more about when we get there. I would hope that after that, the way it's billed, mm. it's going to be Bray Wyatt. Mm. But they've been doing a lot of screwy things recently with yeah. the bookings. So yeah, uh, I think Bray Wyatt will win this. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll be clean, but I think he'll win. Yeah, I um, hope he doesn't win clean. Make him make him a full fledged heel. Yeah, I don't I don't mind. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, heels should love cheating mm-hmm. and winning. Absolutely. By any means necessary. Yeah. That's it. I think that's what works. Yes. Uh, Roman Reigns against Randy Orton. I honestly don't care about this match. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of not feeling it either. I, I, I feel like, logically, Orton wins, mm-hmm. and then you chase him through to the next thing, because what do you have Reigns put up against right now? See, I go the, I go the other way. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be Roman Reigns beating Randy Orton, mm-hmm. and then have him feud with maybe someone like Seth Rollins, um, former Shield buddies, yeah. whatever. That, um, that I, makes sense. I think that's probably next on the card mm-hmm. for them because uh, I think Seth Rollins. Well, I guess let's get into that. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose in a lumberjack match. So, what is a glorified Raw main event? <laughs> yes, uh, is is the match that we get here. Uh, really wish it was no DQ. Lumberjack makes sense. Mm-hmm. I get it storyline wise. Um, not thrilled. No, I think lumberjack matches were a thing in the nineties. I think they were a thing in the eighties. That's yeah, that's right. More more in the eighties and nineties, mm-hmm. and then they kind of went away, and they don't really work anymore because like it, it's just oh yeah no we're gonna throw them back in. Well, I mean who? Yeah. Like, oh, you're gonna clear the whole roster and put them down there? Mm. Well, we don't care. Well, I think you're. I think the lumberjacks are all gonna be heels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it'll they'll surround the ring in heels or yeah. whatever, and that's what I think. But I think Seth Rollins will win that match. Me too. I don't think it'll be clean. I think he'll I think he'll win there. Yeah. And then go on to face Roman Reigns probably next in like a little program. That makes sense. 
I think Dan, Dean Ambrose will probably fall down the card a little bit. Yeah. I would like to see him feud for like the U.S. Championship or something. I mean, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, put him against The Miz because The Miz is probably going to be Dolph Ziggler, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, but I really do think Dean Ambrose is going to lose that. And then you have that kind of boost Seth Rollins up mm-hmm. to feud with Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns is going to be on like a higher threshold, like a higher place in the card. Yeah. That'll put Seth Rollins on like a slightly higher place on the card. And then Seth Rollins can lose that feud in the long run but still have that money in the bank exactly and it can be that surprise thing yeah like you're counting him out and mm-hmm. then he comes in and cashes in yeah exactly that, that is the benefit of having something like yeah. that um yeah like i guess the the next one is the intercontinental championship the miz uh aka johnny cage aka vic valentine <laughs> yes it's the same exact gimmick same as, exact as gimmick. vic valentine and i love it mm-hmm. uh against dolph ziggler I think uh, I think Dolph Ziggler honestly has a really good chance to win this match, mm-hmm. um, just with like the build and everything. Just with the build, like storyline wise, it wouldn't be. They're throwing so much behind him with him wearing uh, Mrs. Shirt and mm-hmm. all the tweeting, all the other stuff. But then I have to remind myself that that's all Dolph Ziggler's decision. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miz isn't wearing Mrs. Shirts, mm-hmm. so he's wearing it because he doesn't need to sell his own shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have all the social media stuff where he's talking to you know smack on. On the Miz, uh, where I'm sorry, Ziggler's talking smack on Miz, but that's I don't think that's regulated by WWE. No, no, I don't think so. So I th- I would love to see Ziggler win, but I don't see I don't see a reason for him to win right now mm-hmm. because when he's done, who does he like? Who does he go against? Yeah, I think that the Miz probably comes out on top because mm-hmm. the Miz has this is like his first feud. Yeah, with the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. And, and I think people are like, yeah, Dolph Ziggler's going to win. And it's like, the, Miz, the Miz hasn't feuded with anyone. Mm-mm. He just has this title. Yeah. But, I mean, he just kind of got, he was like given the title when Wade mm. Barrett was out. So I could see Ziggler winning, winning the title and then Bad News Barrett coming back and bullhammer elbow and everything. Yeah. But that could be farther down the line. I really don't, I haven't heard any, I haven't heard word one about Wade Barrett. Neither have I. In, in a while. Yeah. So... They said know. like six months though, so I don't yep. know if we're going to see him until honestly next year. Yeah, so we'll see. So who, who's your pick in that match then? Uh, I'm going to say Ziggler. Okay, I'm uh, going to say The Miz. Yeah, So and we'll see. Yeah. Uh, next is a flag match between Jack, Jack Swagger and Rusev. What is a flag match? I couldn't tell you. Okay. I'm no, I, I assume someone's trying to tear down a flag or put up a flag. Or do they hit each other with flags? Uh, they will be. There will be people being hit with flags, yes. Okay. Like you a, can, I can, I'll bet you money. Oh like yeah. That, that'll probably. It should be like a lancing match where they sit on horses and then they use the flags mm-hmm. as lances. Yeah. And try to knock each other off the ring. Why not? Yeah. Uh, so what do you think? Uh, Swagger. Uh, Rusev. I really? Yeah, I don't think there's any way Jack Swagger wins this match. Really? Yeah. After all this build? Yeah. After losing to him once? There's no good guy in this match. Yeah. There's, there's a Russian guy that we hate. And then a guy who just happens to be American. Yeah, who keeps teetering between yep. face and heel. There you go. So yeah. I really think Rusev wins. All right. Um, Divas Championship match, AJ Lee and Page. This is probably a match that I'm most excited for. Yeah, me. I'm I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, I'm going to go with Page on this one. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be a really good match. I think there'll be a lot of back and forth. I mm-hmm. think it'll be cool to see what they can do. Yeah. And I, hopefully they have like a little bit of time based yeah. on this card. I don't know if they will. No. Because they're like the Stephanie Brie Bella thing is going to be long. You think? Yeah, I really do. Mm. Um, Should be the other way. I agree. Uh, But I do think that AJ Lee. Well, no. I think Paige will probably win. Uh, I don't know. God, I I keep going back. I've been going back and forth on this all week. I think Paige will win, and that starts a feud where AJ Lee chases the title. That's what I'm thinking. But I'm not sure. 
Because if you want to write it... I mean, AJ just came back, though. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if there are any heel divas that she can really go against, though. Like, Paige has Naomi, mm-hmm. Emma, mm-hmm. AJ. Like, she has, like, kind of a myriad of divas to kind of pick from. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I'm not sure, but yeah. uh, probably Paige. I think it. I think the the easiest way to write it, Paige wins, yep. and then th- she chases the title yep. for, for a while. I agree. Um, how about Brie Bella versus Stephanie? Uh, I was trying to figure this out earlier today. Mm-hmm. It should be Brie Bella, mm-hmm. but I want it to be Stephanie. I will say, no contest. That's probably it. There you go. And our main event, John Cena against Barack Lesnar. I didn't want to do it like the whole way because uh-huh. I don't know how thin your walls are. Yeah. So, don't go, worry. Yeah, so Brock Lesnar. Yes. <laughs> John Cena against Brock Lesnar. Who do you pick? Uh, I pick Brock Lesnar. I agree. Uh, I think that this will be... Brock Lesnar defending the title once a month, mm-hmm. and which I'm fine with. At, right now, I don't care because yeah. it, hey, the WWE title hasn't been like the big picture kind of thing it, for like a while. Like I feel like for a while since it became the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, it um, Daniel Bryan being hurt like kind of took made it like backseat or yeah. whatever, and then you had room for like these other feuds to kind of step up, which is cool. Yeah, so I would like to see Brock Lesnar win, and then I would too. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm on such a huge Brock Lesnar kick. Yeah. Uh, him wearing the big, what, what did they call that one? The Undisputed champ, Championship? Yeah. Makes that championship look cool. Uh-huh. I didn't like it before, but when he wears it around his waist, I think it looks, it fits him perfect. Mm-hmm. It's all gold and whatever. Yeah. I think Cena needs a break, mm-hmm. and I think that he's not going to be around for a while after this, mm-hmm. at least not in terms of wrestling. Yeah. Um, and I really... I really want to see Brock Lesnar win yep. this because what I mean I know it's Cena and this is my biggest fear that it's just like well you can't let Cena you know lose but it's like well you can't after putting so much emphasis yep. on the streak yeah let Brock Lesnar I lose. I agree otherwise I agree. retroactively you're screwing over the Undertaker yeah I I absolutely agree so. it's his first match since the streak there he can't lose he can't, I, I, it I, would be so weird if he lost yeah so, so. I'm, I'm excited to see a physical match yep uh let's get just to a couple emails real quick yeah this first one's from ulysses and he makes a really good point a point that i was just making mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys saw the del rio swagger main event match last week but it made zeb and swagger look like heels again which is really odd considering their current feud with rusev this made me look at Swagger and the match at SummerSlam in a new way. There's no real hero. One is a xenophobe and the other as well a traditional heel. Mm-hmm. What will Swagger do when the feud is over? I feel like he does the whole America versus other country thing. He'll be seen as a heel again. Yeah, I, I really do think yeah. he'll probably be a heel when this feud is over. Maybe feud with whatever the team of um, Biggie, yeah. uh, whatever their face, yeah. like Kofi and um, Xavier. Xavier Woods. That would be a good feud. To I'd be see. okay with that. I, I'd like to see that. I like I like Biggie and Jack Swagger in the ring together. Yeah, like they they typically have pretty good matches. Yeah, big uh, matches. Uh, this next one is uh, thank you, Ulysses. Ulysses, I thought that was a great point. Yeah, and, and a point that I made just previous. Uh, this is from James. Hey, Eric. Hey, Brian. I am just getting back into wrestling for the first time since watching when I was around fourteen, and I was wondering if you could set, shed some light on something that's always bothered me. Countouts. How do they work? Could you conceivably beat the hell out of someone outside the ring, leave them there to achieve the countout victory? Also, if both wrestlers leave the ring and the countout reaches 10, does the first one to leave get DQ'd, or does the second one, or is it the second one because the count resets? That's a good question. If you don't, if you're not really familiar with wrestling, mm-hmm. this is a good question. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm glad that you sent it in to us, yes. James. 
Countouts work like this in WWE. You get a 10 count on the outside of the ring. Yeah. At 10, if you're outside of the ring, you're disqualified. Mm-hmm. Disqualifications can't have titles change hands. Right. So if you're fighting John Cena and John Cena throws you on the outside of the ring or whatever, and then mm-hmm. you pull John Cena to the outside of the ring, and then you beat the hell out of John Cena, and then you get back in the ring, and he doesn't before that 10 count, you win. By disqualification. Meaning you don't win the title. Yeah. So that is the way that works. Mm-hmm. There can be a double count out, because the count resets when the person go, when the other person, like the second person goes out. So yes. say, say wrestler A is tossed out, mm-hmm. and then the 10 count starts, but wrestler B is impatient, and he goes out to get wrestler A. Yeah. The count restarts as soon as wrestler B goes out there. Yeah. So sometimes you'll see a match where the count's getting a little high, like six, seven. Wrestler B, who's kind of in control on the outside, rolls into the ring and rolls back out to break that count and start it over again. Mm-hmm. So you'll see that as well. Yeah. Uh, Countouts are good wrestling storyline-wise. If you want to have someone continue to look strong but lose. Yeah. Jack Swagger did that the last pay-per-view. He got counted out. Oh, he hit his head on the Mm -hmm. the steel pole, and then Rusev made it back in the ring, and Jack Swagger got counted out. Right. Made him look strong because he looked good in that match. Yeah. So that's the point of a Mm -hmm. countout. Conceivably, yes, you could beat the hell out of someone on the outside, and yeah. then just get the victory. Yeah. If, if the only thing that mattered is getting the victory, like yep. the one in the win column, mm-hmm. then yeah, you would do that. Yep. Um, so that's ways to like artificially expand streaks and stuff like that for like people who are new. Mm-hmm. Like I'm surprised they didn't do that with Bo Dallas at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's something that you would, that, that's a good storytelling mechanism. Yep. Uh, let's get to the last email and then we'll get into NXT and Raw. This is from Nick V. Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler is the uh, title of this. Hey guys, thought this was a great match and wanted to share uh, some thoughts. The match is showing what the quote-unquote younger generation of wrestlers can do when they give 100%. Great match for both wrestlers and both sold pretty damn well. Maybe their story isn't exactly the most exciting story in the show, but if we just look at the performance given, it was pretty damn good. Thoughts? Agree? Disagree? What do you right. think? Was this from SmackDown? Yeah. Okay. I, I actually didn't watch this match, uh-huh. but I know how these two work. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that they could build to something really good. I think that we're looking at it as fans of the sport of professional wrestling and not the hmm. business of professional wrestling. Right. Because what we see in that match is two guys really giving it their all and like selling really well and making the other guy look strong, which is great, mm-hmm. but also is a detriment to you as a wrestler because you don't look that strong when you get the shit kicked out of you. Right. If you guys haven't noticed, in like the last couple months, Dolph Ziggler doesn't sell as hard Mm-mm. as as he had. Look at a year ago. It look looked at like four months ago. I, I mean, a kick to him. He, like he sells it like he got shot to the moon. Yeah. And that's exciting to see mm-hmm. for a while until you're ready to move up the card. You can't sell that way. That's right. Triple H doesn't sell that way. The Rock doesn't sell that way. Stone Cold doesn't sell that way. They sell that way on big, big, big moves. Mm-hmm. And so when you see these guys like, oh, this is crazy. They're giving 110%. That's great. That's really, really cool. And I love seeing it as a guy who loves the sport of professional wrestling. Right. Like the art of telling a story in the ring. Yeah. But to move up the card, you can't, Mm-mm. I don't think you can keep doing that. I think the only person who could was mm-hmm. Ric Flair. Uh, I think you're right. I mean, yeah. I remember seeing matches where he would, in WCW, he'd get a big boot on the outs- on the outside of the apron. Mm-hmm. He would fall off, roll, start walking toward the, like, up the ramp, yeah. and just collapse. Mm-hmm. Only one person can do that. <laughs> yep. And it's Ric Flair. There you go. Um, 
I think that those are good emails. Yeah. Man, if you guys want to send us emails, go home show at mega64.com. Uh, we're always looking for more stuff to talk about. We have so much time to fill. It's great. Yeah. Uh, going off on tangents and going back and forth. And then uh, from now on, you guys know that if you just want to get to like recaps, go to about 20 minutes in. Yeah. And we'll be getting recaps yeah, of the show and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that first 20 minutes is going to be us kind of jumping all over the place yep. and reading emails. And, and I think it's a really good time. But if you're just looking for rundowns, which we totally understand because we also listen to Chris Jericho's podcast and oh we have to God. skip like the first 17 minutes oh every time. Uh, we get it. So skip to about 20 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll get to it every time. Up to 20 minutes, it's when we're being uh, professional wrestling journalists. Yeah. And oh, my then- God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then after that, Mark, we'll get to the recap. Yep. So let's jump into the recap. Yep. Let's, uh, let's go to NXT first. Yes. NXT, as you know, is having a number one contenders tag team title tournament. Yay. I guess tag team title number one contenders tag team number one contenders titles tournament number tag uh, tournament for the number, number one, one contendership contenders. for the nxt tag titles sure if you <laughs> if you beat all the other teams you can fight the ascension <laughs> apparently fighting the ascension is difficult now yeah whatever uh they just kept putting in like little jobbers against them you just go fight them yeah seriously i thought that was silly um, anyway, our first match, Jason Jordan and Ty Dillinger mm-hmm. against Big Cass and Enzo Amore. Um, I like Jason Jordan and Ty Dillinger. I Me- don't know what it is about them. They're so plain looking. They are so plain but looking. But they're fun in the ring. I think, I think they do, they do good work together. Yeah. Um, I really like this match. Mm-hmm. I really like Cass and, and Enzo. And Enzo. Enzo getting tagged in and getting just like his head knocked off yeah. with that super kick. Yeah. And then the rest of that match I thought was so interesting because it just told a story of how are we going to win when the guy can't make a tag and can't like beat anything? Cool moments in this match mm-hmm. and then Big Cass kind of like pulling it out and everything, uh, hitting that big boot on Jason Jordan. Yeah. Enzo falling into the cover. And then the, ce- cool. the celebration at the end I thought was really, really great. Uh, any notes from this match? I loved uh, Enzo's hair. Yeah, hell yeah! I love I love everything, everything about him. His his tights, mm-hmm. or if you would call them tights, is yeah. Aladdin pants. Yeah, and his entire ring attire is just I I love it. I love this tag team. Mm-hmm. Bring them up. Mm-hmm. Do more with them. Have if they don't win this tournament, I feel like you're missing an yep. opportunity. Bada boom, realest guys in the room. Absolutely. Uh, there's a WWE.com exclusive interview or something afterwards, and it's those two backstage talking about their win, and Enzo just goes. You know, honestly, I don't remember a lot of the match. It's a little fuzzy. And then Cass was like, oh, no, you had it handled. You got the win, man. <laughs> you went in there. You took care of it. You were like Sugar Ray with those left and right. It was like you had the Ollie shuffle. It was so funny. And then you watched the match, and you're like, oh, you got his head kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I thought it was a pretty good match. Yeah. There you go. Um, w- uh, what what was next? What was next? It's a promo with, uh, with Zayn and Kid. That's right. And Gabriel. Yes. And then uh, Sami Zayn saying he had a partner that's not medically cleared. Fact. Fact. And okay. then uh, and then he gets Adam Rose as a partner. Cool. Great. Y- yay. Uh, yeah, whatever. Hey, who's that guy on the commentating team who looks like little Michael Cole? <laughs> I don't know his name. Because why Why did you Ro- replace Renee Robert? Young? I don't know. Yeah, why did he replace Renee Young? Maybe she's too busy in like the main roster. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of starting to like Jason Albert or Tensai uh, or Albert or whatever, whatever you want to call him. Uh, I'm starting to like him on commentary. He's goofy as shit. Yeah, it, but like there's something about that where you just go, you're the face guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, let's get up, let's dance. I'm going to give you a hug. Yep. 
no, no, Jason Albert. Yep. Stay down. Uh, I thought that promo, the best part of that promo, and uh, our NXT correspondent, Bill Murphy, agrees. Uh, Sami Zayn's hesitation to take the lollipop from Adam Rose was pretty funny. And I agree. It was like, okay. No. Why do people keep taking a lollipop no, that's you. been in another man's I mouth? Know. I don't know. Next, we had CJ Parker and Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, any notes from this match? Uh, I think CJ Parker had a cool vest. I agree. Uh, I thought this match was good. I thought it was okay, okay, okay. And then all of a sudden, like, near falls near the end. We're mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Yeah, it got exciting. It got really exciting. That, hey, guess what? That's the virtue of near falls. Mm-hmm. Where people are kicking out and you're like, oh, shit, I can't believe he kicked out of that. Yep. Uh, Xavier Woods taking a couple steps off and that big diving elbow, like, all the way across the ring. I guess, like, a diving, like, body splash. Yeah. That looked pretty good. Yeah. It looked like a spot that they weren't really sure what they were going to do, so they just did something. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Um, uh, CJ Parker. CJ Parker won, yeah? I believe so. Yeah. CJ Parker wins. Way to go, CJ. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he won with the Death Valley Driver. That's it. Yep. Yeah, I really like that finisher. That will not be a finisher that he will continue using because it looks like John Cena's move. Yep. There you go. Uh, Bailey versus Eva Marie. If you don't understand this match and how it worked very well in Bailey's favor, let me explain it to you. Bailey is your next big face. The crowd is already starting to get behind her. Yes. You have to put her against a heel. Who are your heel divas? Charlotte. Okay, but that's where she's going to go eventually. Exactly. So who else will she wrestle? Sasha Banks. Okay, but she's getting cheered. Exactly. Okay, so who else do you put her against? Eva Marie. Eva Marie is the biggest heel in the company because everyone genuinely hates her. Which sucks. Yeah. She wasn't even that bad in this match. She was just like, I think what it is, and, and that people understand on an emotional level but can't articulate, mm-hmm. is that she is a, she is a bad wrestler. She's very green. Yeah. And that's fine Mm -hmm. if you're not on TV in the WWE. Mm -hmm. WWE is the pinnacle. You're supposed to be better. Yeah. And the fact that you're just learning and I have to watch it on Raw is really hard. Yes. It's the same reason I didn't like the uh, Tough Enough Kids or whatever when they came up. It's like, we're going to have a Tough Enough match. And I'm like, I don't watch this to watch Tough Enough matches. Exactly. I don't. Mm -mm. So that is why, that's why you put Eva Marie in. Yeah. Who do you want to be cheered more than anyone else? Bailey. Bailey. Who gets your biggest booze per capita? Eva Marie. Holy shit. The crowd was on fire hating Eva Marie yeah. and loving Bailey. And what happened at the end of this match? Thank you, Bailey Chance. Yep. Big cheers for Bailey all throughout. Yeah. It was it was great. And excellent I, booking. And I hope that the crowd was doing it kind of as a wink wink nudge nudge. No, I don't think they get it. <sighs> I don't think people get it. And I think that you're gonna start seeing this wave of people starting to understand it in like the next month or two. Okay. Where people go, Oh shit. Okay, you want a face to get a lot of cheers. Yes. Who gets the most heat? It's genius. Yeah. It's smart. Because as we've said a million times. she's garbage in the ring, but I get it. But you know what? She's better Uh than she's ever been. And granted, it's like, it's exactly what you said. I don't want to watch you get better, but this is how Trish Stratus got better. Yep, I agree. Yep. And I think Eva Marie, from from honestly, from the things I've heard, I don't read a lot of dirt sheets, Mm -hmm. but for some reason I caught on to this. Eva Marie wants to wrestle. Mm -hmm. She wants to be good. She doesn't know shit. Nuh-uh. No, not not yet, but she's getting there. But she's forming her character really well because yeah. her on the podium blowing kisses yes. and everything's red. The crowd Just was like her. venomous bile coming out of them. <laughs> it was great. Fuck, yep. it was great. Yeah. So Bailey wins with the uh, Bailey to belly or hug plex, uh, whatever you want to call it. 
Uh, Tensai wants to call it the Hugplex, no matter what. <laughs> he, no, he will not be deterred. Uh, <laughs> next, we get Tyson Kidd, Justin Gabriel against Sami Zayn and Adam Rose in the uh, next level, <laughs> I guess, match. Anything you have to say? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was telling Eric, whenever our, we come sit down and watch NXT, because I'm always excited to watch NXT. I watch it the night it airs if, I, if I'm able to when it's on. Typically, it's when I get off of work. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn's music, and I wrote this note down, sounds like SNES RPG credit music. <laughs> it sounds like, hey, you just beat Chrono Trigger. It, it totally does. And, and then blown out MIDI horns, and I'm just like, yeah, we, we just got all the seven crystals and fucking beat Magnus and shit. Yeah, I love how bad it sounds. I think it sounds like something that you would have heard in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a lot of woes and yep. a lot of horns. Yeah. And you're like, I could hear this and then skip it to go to Superman. I could do that. I could listen I could listen to part of uh, Jerry Was a Race Car Driver and then go to this song. I yeah, could, I could do pick that. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Yeah. I could listen to uh, Euro Barge by the Vandals if I'm playing on PlayStation and then skip and go right to this song. Yeah, and if not, then like when you're done, you can skank a little. <laughs> uh, Tyson Kidd, Justin Gabriel match. Any notes? Uh, you know, I just hate that they keep calling it the Haluva kick. Yep. But that's what it's called. I mean, that, I that's what it's called. Somebody pointed this out to me because I made the same note. I'm like, that's not what it's called. Even Excalibur on NP- NPWG called it the Haluva Kick. I know. I hate that it's called that. I just, it's so close to just Hell of a Kick. It, I know, but that's supposed to be the joke. I, it's just not good. No. It should just be Hell of a Kick. Yeah. And, and, you, and you should just say it fast. Oh, it's the Hell of a Kick. Yeah. Yep. Or just get a new name for it. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. Uh, I think MVP called it like the driveway. I don't remember. Uh, Adam Rose and Sami Zayn got the uh, win on this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Um, I still, another note that I have, Rose hits a huge spine buster. Yeah, he hits a big double A style spine buster yeah. that uh, I think looks like, it looks just like uh, Rhino's. Oh, yeah. Rhino used to hit that big spine buster. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn. I love it. Pretty cool. Because you don't expect a guy that size. Mm-hmm. To hit a spine buster like that. Yeah. You expect a broad Arn Anderson, Triple mm-hmm. H kind of guy to do it, but or Rhino. Yeah. I watched a uh, an old SmackDown that's on the network and it gave me I didn't know this was this match was gonna be in it. Mm-hmm. Chris Benoit versus Rhino. Oh damn. That was a fucking cool match. Yeah. Rhino, I didn't appreciate. Uh, Rhino I did not appreciate. Me, I, me I liked him. I liked him, but I didn't appreciate him. Oh yeah. Damn. I, dude, Rhino rules. I I, I what, agree. he won a big dude and he was super young. Yeah. He was super young. Yeah, I, I was watching this other um, this other match. Uh, it was it was Rhino. I think it was the Dudleys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Tommy Dreamer was there. So it was back in two thousand. No, I think it was from TNA last week. Oh, ah, but um, <laughs> hey, I I feel so bad for TNA. Their their last few things that they put on the air, great wrestling. Yep. Oh, great, great shows to apparently go out on. Oh man, there you go. What a bummer. Yep. Damn, right? Isn't that crazy? Because <laughs> it's like, oh, man, you guys are picking up steam. Oh, no, you got canceled. Whoops. Wah, wah. Oh. Um, Play to win. Let's go into Raw. Yes. Which is the go-home show for SummerSlam. I love pointing that out. I know, me too. Um, We get a Lesnar-Heyman promo right off the top. Uh, selling SummerSlam, selling you SummerSlam, wants mm-hmm. to sell you Brock Lesnar beating John Cena. Yep. And then uh, Paul Heyman raps. Man. Battle rap. What an epic, so epic, epic battle rap. Best part is the reporting on WWE.com. Yep. Oh, look at Paul Heyman's battle rap. Yeah, it's a rap battle. <laughs> all right. All right, white guys from freaking Connecticut. Yep. 
Battle rap. <laughs> uh, I thought that pro- I thought the promo was really, really good. Mm-hmm. I thought the promo was really, really good. I mean, it's yep. It's Paul. Paul it's Paul Heyman. It's always great. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Reigns coming down. He's going to be facing uh, a team. He thinks, oh, you got to face corporate Kane comes out and says you got to face someone two on one. Yeah. Who could it be? Who could be perfect? <laughs> Who could be better than perfect, Brian? Uh, it's Rybaxel. Yay! Who, I guess, are just uh, gonna be, like, the Stooges to come out and get beat, because they're, at no point did I think Roman Reigns was in detriment. Mm. At, I thought, I at thought no they point, were gonna win. I don't at know. no mm. point did I go, ooh, Roman Reigns might lose this one. Really? I was, I, I thought, like, right off the bat, double team. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this match was okay. It yeah. was, it was fine. Ryback continues to be a shining star. I love Ryback. If, I, if you go back a year mm-hmm. and you go, hey man, someone you're really going to enjoy in a year, in August 2014, is going to be Ryback, I wouldn't have believed myself. Oh, not at all. Uh, he is my favorite thing going. <laughs> ah, big guy. Tagging the big guy. And he gets the tag and he starts saying stuff like, this match is over and so am I. And you're like, all right. And keep doing stuff like that. You yeah, will be over. I fucking love him. It's great. He hits such a fucking sick power bomb. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That power bomb looked good. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of a I'm kind of a sucker for a power bomb. Me too. I really like power bombs. Me too. Um, that's why I liked Batista for so long. Ugh. I think I thought his was like ugly. It was. Uh, Rybaxel gets DQ'd by double teaming Roman Reigns on the outside too much and throwing him into the uh into the post. And then as soon as they threw him back into the ring. I just went, I don't, I know what's going to happen in the mm-hmm. next, I don't have time for this. Yeah. Um, so Roman Reigns cleans house. Of course. And then there's a Roman Reigns promo. Mm-hmm. Believe that. Yeah. Well, Orton is a worm with the, when he's going to knock no, the teeth No down. more teeth, you worm. Yeah. What's a snake with no teeth? It's a worm. You worm. It's still a snake. <laughs> it's just not a, you just can't bite you. Yeah. It'll probably still hurt. Yeah. If they clamped, you ever been bit by a turtle? They don't have teeth. Oh, fuck. No. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. My brother has a scar. Damn. Turtle scar. Chased up. Chased by swans. Yeah, dude. Fucked up by turtles. Can't win. <laughs> uh, I also have I also have a note here. Why is there a sign with my name on it in the crowd? Yeah. That was uh, interesting. There were apparently several. Yeah. Uh, Eric Bedore is a rosebud. Uh, that was terrible. And Eric Bedore loves Mojo Raleigh. And then one one that was not seen very well. Uh, tweet at Eric Bedore <laughs> about The Miz. Uh, we could go ahead and thank... Dr. Ryan Reed for bringing signs. I, I texted him last night. He's like, oh, I didn't have any service in the arena. Did you see the signs? And I just texted him back, you fucking doctor sign motherfucker. What the fuck? I thought that was so... That's probably the best wrestling-related thing somebody's <laughs> done because it was like, whoa, out of left field. All of a, I'm driving home from work, and all uh-huh. of a sudden I start getting tweets and yeah. Tumblr messages. Hey, why is there a name with your sign on it in Raw? What the fuck? Yeah. And then start looking it up. What the fuck? Why is my name not out there, Ryan? No, good job, Ryan. Good no, job. Screw Le- this. Yeah, no, good job, I'm Ryan. I'm the main guy. Thanks, thanks, Ryan. Main guy's podcast. Thank you, thank you very much, Ryan Reed, for sending uh, your love. S- sending your love via sign over to my TV. My parents saw that. <laughs> really? Yeah. How? I told them. Oh, okay. I told them, like, I think somebody brought their signs. I think it's my friend Ryan because he lives in Portland. Yeah. The, like, on Raw. And my mom texted me later that night. We saw it! We saw the sign! <laughs> Oh, Thank that's you, Mom. hilarious. Uh, next, we get a Randy Orton-Kane promo backstage where Kane says Randy Orton's going to face Sheamus later. Mm-hmm. It's a shameful thing. Okay. Um, not much hope for this match. Mm-mm. RVD versus Rollins. RVD 
versus Rollins is a match that we keep seeing and is, like, pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, why not? I like it. Rollins and Ambrose are in a Lumberjack match at SummerSlam. Yeah. Oh, well. I Hey, the moment you saw that giant gift on the stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you knew. We all knew something was... Like, yeah, exactly. They weren't hiding that mm-hmm. from anybody. Was Ambrose in there the entire time? I hope so. God, I hope so. Because that was, like, half an hour. Yeah. Um... My favorite part of this match was RVD, Michael Cole going, RVD politely asking the front row to move, or the, the, <laughs> the universe to move out of the way. Polite, oh, dude, oh, hell yeah, RVD's a good guy, you can tell because he's so polite. Yeah, he's got that peace hi, sign. Ex- hi, excuse me, get out of the way. Uh, <laughs> and then and then, he, uh, and then he does that spin kick thing and uh, does not hit oh, anything. Man. They look good. When, when was the last time he hit that? Elimination chamber? <laughs> uh, RVD's been wrestling the same match since 2005. Absolutely. And then uh, loses with a curb stomp. Rollins is suspi- has gift suspicions and then goes, I'm not suspicious of this gift. And, <laughs> yeah, then, and then Dean Ambrose pops out of the gift like a maniac yes. and attacks him and then cuts a promo talking about how there's no escape for Roll- uh, for Rollins at uh, SummerSlam. Any notes from that? No, I mean, uh, that curb stomp was probably one of the biggest ones I'd seen so far. Uh, RVD just sells it really well. He sells <sighs> it like the way he sells DDTs where yeah. it's like face first, like an exclamation point. It's nuts. Yep. Uh, next, we get a Stephanie McMahon promo. She She's brings out she, she brings out Megan. <laughs> she keeps saying Megan. She says like the name weird. Yeah. If your name is Megan, I get it. Me- Megan just sounds weird to me. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Shouts Megan. out Megan's. Sh- shouts Sh- out. A, yo, Megan's. I know you listen to this. Megan's. I know you listen to this too. Megan's. Yeah, me even Megan's. Remember that? Yeah, even a couple of Megan's. Remember that teacher who kept yeah. saying it wrong? Yeah, that Megan. Class we had. Yep. You called her Megan for half the semester. Hell yeah! Shouts out Megan's. <laughs> shouts out. Shouts out Megan's, <laughs> Megan's, and Megan's. Shouts out Professor Innes for not saying the name <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, in this promo, Stephanie McMahon comes out and mm-hmm. says Megan had an affair with Daniel Bryan. And then Brie Bella comes out, and she goes, rah, 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 rah. How could you, Megan? No. Megan, no. No. Uh, TNA did this exact same storyline. It was fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Daniels tweeted, Whatever you guys hear, me and Frankie Kazarian had nothing <laughs> to do with it. I thought that was great. <laughs> That's brilliant. On the ball. Very smart. Mm-hmm. He's business-minded. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stefan Brie is going to be happening tonight. Brie attacks Megan. Yeah. Rah, rah, rah. Who cares? I really hated this promo. It, yeah. it had to be so fucking boring live. It, it, it wasn't very good, but at least Stephanie's the heel to push it along yeah. in some way. Next, we have Swagger with Coulter against Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, JBL tried to call the match at the beginning, but King, who was giving you information about the WWE Network, would not be deterred from no, giving you the rest of that match. he had to tell you. Man, JBL was like calling what mm-hmm. was happening in the match, and King was like, "Hey, shut the fuck up! Shut, I'm not done telling you about what pay per views you get for only nine ninety nine. <laughs> you guys still, you guys still love loving nine ninety nine jokes. You guys still jerking each other off about that, yeah, or what's a week, up? A week later, like, is it still funny to you guys? Yeah, bring, bring signs because it's WWE. We're gonna fucking beat this into the ground. Cool, Cretans. Hell yeah, uh, Cretans. A bunch of savages in this town. Uh, Swagger plays hurt in this match with the ribs and everything. Mm-hmm. I actually like that. Thought this was a pretty solid match, yeah. and I thought it was a good way to get Swagger over as the babyface. Yes, having someone fight hurt like that and mm-hmm. like be, well, we gotta keep him resilient and all that stuff. That was good, yeah. especially uh, against somebody like Cesaro, who wrestles a very intelligent uh, style mm-hmm. and focuses on parts of the body that yep. he knows are. I agree. Uh, Cesaro hits a really big senton. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, that, that senton splash looked great. Mm-hmm. 
And a big belly-to-belly from yeah. Swagger, mm-hmm. which I thought looked awesome. Swagger pulls Cesaro off the top rope by the leg and gets that submission. Mm-hmm. And uh, picks the ankle, gets the ankle lock. I was surprised to see him tap. It made I'm, sense. I'm not just because of the match coming up. Yeah. It, it, it made sense, but mm-hmm. I feel like, man, they had such bright stars in the future I, for I Cesaro, and it feels like he's just getting swept uh, aside. But not everyone not everyone can get pushed. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that's what you guys have to keep in mind. Not everyone's going to get pushed at the same time. Exactly. Uh, I, hey, I want Cesaro to be in the main event picture, too, and I feel like he's kind of in an in-between where he's enhancement for the moment, and then when the time's right, they'll move him. Yeah. I'm not, I'm honestly not I'm worried not giving about, up on him. No. I'm not worried about Cesaro at all. Mm-hmm. I, he's, he's such a utility player. He's the Jeff Blum. Oh my God. He's the Jeff Blum of the WWE. Blummer. That's a, that's a San Diego, that's a mid 2000 San Diego Padres reference for all you guys listening to other places yeah. not in San Diego yeah. and aren't 28 years old. Um, <laughs> there's a post-match promo with Lana and Rusev where there's a we the people, but then the Russian flag comes down mm-hmm. and, and Michael Cole goes, how disrespectful. Oh, Michael Cole. Shut the fuck up. Switching gears. Who cares? Uh, next, we get Wyatt and Jericho in a one-on-one interview. I thought this was really good mic work from both of them. Yeah. Um, probably very boring live. I'm sure it was. Had to be incredibly boring live. I, it, it, I, don't, I don't know what you want more out of people on the mic, but you're not going to get better than that. Nope. There so. you go. Uh, any notes up to this point? Yeah. Uh, Y2J was wearing a suit that was too small for mm-hmm. him, and he had asshole mouth the entire time. Yeah. So, uh, he was trying to be 2009 Chris Jericho. Yeah. Uh, quiet Chris Jericho. Yeah, quiet Chris Jericho. And it what, it didn't really work. No, mostly because his suit was too small for him. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, AJ and Eva Marie is next. Paige interrupts right off the bat, <laughs> and then Eva gets a roll-up. I, I pretty much expected that. Yeah. And then Paige cuts a promo mm-hmm. that I liked. I I like Paige on oh, the I mic. Oh, I love Paige on the mic. I think she's really good. She also uh, did a po- poem or rhyme yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I thought that was good. Night yeah. of Rhymes. What, what, a, what a battle rap she had. Mm, yeah. Uh, and then AJ destroys Eva Marie. Yeah. Good job, Eva Jeez. Marie, taking that beating. Shit. Because you got Pete. Uh, John Cena promo. Oh, he's Cena, being goofy. Cena calls, yeah, Cena calls out Lesnar, but no Lesnar shows up. That's pretty much the only note that I have from this. Yeah. Oh, except that you could see... The signs with my name on it really, really well at this yes. point. Yeah, that's uh, I snapped a picture of yeah. it from that one. Yeah, that's probably going to be the YouTube picture, Good. I assume, this week. Um, any Bye. notes from the John Cena promo? I just hate when he's goofy. just hate it so much. He, he made it serious towards the end, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited for this match still. Yep. But man, he has a way of making me not care. Yep. He's gone full, full Hulk Hogan with those colors, huh? Yeah. Well, I think that's his new like, shirt. It is. It is. And it's kind of weird that it's... Red and yellow and white. It's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I don't know. But I thought it was cool that they incorporated it onto Lesnar's shirt. Yeah, I I thought that was cool. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Next we have uh, Brie against Steph. Brie is arrested. Any notes from the arrest? Mm, No. Me neither. I thought these segments really sucked. They should have waited for last week's, like, thing with Brie and everyone. Like, that should have been this week. I, I really thought that these Stephanie segments after being so excited for them and everything. I thought these segments sucked. They did. I thought they were really boring. I thought they were way too long. Oh yeah. Way too that the whole thing with like I Megan, I had a boyfriend and I can't be his personal trainer and all this it went so long. It was like just fucking beating me over the (laughs) head with this thing that they just couldn't move past. Mm-hmm. And then this Brie arrest just went even longer. Yeah. It's like, fuck off. Like, I was so excited for something, and then it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Whatever. Next, we get uh, Dolph Ziggler against Heath Slater. Yeah, Heath baby. Slater. Heath Slater on a winning streak, 1-0. Uh, way to go, Heath. Uh, he beat 
uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah. So good job. Miz is out on commentary, uh, standing up on the uh, commentary table. What a jerk. Uh, Ziggler is wearing the Miz's shirt. Coming out wearing the Miz's shirt I thought was great. Yeah. I made a note here that the Miz is Vic Valentine. Yeah. Uh, in Super Awesome Showdown, there is a wrestler named Vic Valentine. His gimmick is that he is a essentially a B-movie actor. Mm-hmm. Who's like, I'm going to conquer the world of wrestling, and I'm from Hollywood. Yeah. And so he, we always, on commentary, talk about his movies, Unlikely Babysitter 1 and 3. I don't know why that title cracks me up, but it's great. Also, why wasn't he in the second one? Yeah. So he's in Unlikely Babysitter 1 and 3, and he doesn't hesitate to bring those movies up. Yep. That is all The Miz did in this, yeah. where he's like, if they hit me in the face, this is the moneymaker. There might not be a Marine 5. That was the line of the night. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where this came from. Yep. I, I mean, you can give this gimmick to anyone, and I'm really gonna eat it up because I love this kind of gimmick. Yeah. But like that line of "there might not be a Marine 5. Oh, <laughs> damn! <laughs> oh. Don't rob us of this greatness. Uh, my favorite part of this match, though, was Mrs. Mike getting cut. Out. He unplugged his mic. <laughs> it's so funny. And then Michael Cole going, JBL, did you unplug his mic? Michael, I would never do that. I would never do that to the Miz. And then Michael Cole going, yeah, all right, John, high five. <laughs> That's good heel face commentating. Yep. I thought that was so funny. That's what they need to do more of. Mm-hmm. But whatever. There's a zigzag. Miz interferes. Um, Ziggler gets counted out. Couldn't make it back to the ring in time. Aww. Slater win. Yeah. Slater's going to slate. Two and zero, baby. Uh, One man band is two and zero. And then he catches another zigzag. Oh, zigzag! He, well, he tries to kick Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, what a jerk. Uh, he's Slater. I heard he got like a couple of cheers. We'll maybe read an email or two here uh, from yeah. a live report. But uh, I heard he got a couple of cheers. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Orton versus Sheamus. Here's a note: When Orton versus Sheamus is your best match, your raw is pretty mm, lackluster. Yeah, shaky. That being said, super impressed with this match. Yeah, I know. What the hell? I I watched this match and went like, oh, this is be fucking boring. It was really good. It, yeah. Have they not feuded? Have I not seen this match a lot? Or have like they not I been feel like I long? have. Me too. But this match felt really fresh. It, yeah. Uh, you know what it was? Hmm. Orton. Orton? Yeah. Orton he, was... When he's in Viper mode, mm-hmm. he's his best. Yeah. I, I agree. He's playing to the crowd a lot yes. in this match. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, Sheamus' favorite spot is putting you against a guardrail on the outside mm. and then either driving you through it or getting tossed up and over it. Yeah. People have, it's funny because people have favorite spots and you can see it in like a lot of their matches. Yeah. Uh, Del Rio had that one where he would shoot, like jump at you mm-hmm. like when you're on the second rope and then he would slide between like the top rope and the middle rope, like all the way to the outside, like butt first Yeah. or like feet first and like land on his butt. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Axel has the spot where he holds onto the rope mm-hmm. uh, and somebody kicks his leg out from under him and he does like that full backflip. Yeah. That's like his spot. Yeah. So he, it's, he it, did that tonight. Yeah, I know. And that that's what reminded me of that mm-hmm. is uh, people just have like their favorite little spots and it's funny to see how like, they incorporate those. It's like, I want to yeah. do the backflip thing. Okay. But I, I love that because that's something you're passionate about yep. that you bring into the match. Mm-hmm. So uh, I knew that this match was interesting, mm-hmm. and I was I needed to pay attention more to it when they did a backdrop onto the announce table because yeah. I thought that looked great. It did. Uh, Sheamus like looked like he was going head first. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool moment, and then Randy Orton right to the crowd. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. Is that where he fixed the announce table? Yep. Oh yeah, that it was, was so good. Brilliant. Yep. Uh, Randy Orton played to the crowd so much of this match; it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite commentary line of the night: "Extremely racist." What's wrong with these Irish people that love to fight? 
Said by John Bradshaw Layfield. Of course it was. <laughs> what was it like two months ago about like it's completely respectable to break up with a woman no, on, Twitter. on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, John, good racist question. What is with all these Irish people who love to fight? Yeah, and why are they drinking so much? <laughs> yeah, my dad's a bigot too. <laughs> um, the end of this match I thought was stellar. Yeah. I had... No, at no point did it cross my mind that they were going to go battering ram to, into an RKO. Yeah. Sheamus just hits that battering ram. That's just a move that he does. Yeah. Went for the battering ram off the top rope. RKO. Randy hits it right into the pose. Yeah. Oh, it was so fucking perfect. I, I wrote this down because I'm like, the, the way I hate RKO out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Because normally, Orton doesn't sell it. Mm-hmm. He'll do it and he'll be like, pin whatever and he, he's fine. Randy Orton, when he hit this RKO off the battering ram, got up like he just hit you with Falcon Punch. Oh, it's so great. It's like, yeah, no, I was trying to. No, like, I meant to. (laughs) And you want, and you just hate that because you're like, you got lucky, you piece of shit motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And he knows it. And Mm -hmm. with that pose, I was just like, and this is when I love Randy Orton. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Love heal Randy Orton when he has a character they can sink his teeth into. When he, when he's given free reign to like yell at the crowd Mm -hmm. and pose and just get like those boos. Yeah. You can tell he just soaks it up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're so good when you do this. I love it. God, Randy Orton like really turned it on on Monday. I thought it was so good. Um, and that was your main event match. Mm Mm-hmm. But don't worry. We had a, uh, we had the Hulksters B-Day celebrate. (laughs) All the superstars were out on the ramp. Except for Big Show who was hiding behind the W. Yeah, right. Happy birthday, Hulk Hogan. Happy birthday, Hulk Hogan. It's Yay. Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. It's love, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I love his mustache. Me too. He never had that when he wrestled. No, he didn't, which is weird yeah. to see him now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks great. What a, <laughs> yeah. what a cool look. You should have done that forever ago. What the fuck? Uh, it, essentially, all of Hulk Hogan's enemies came out to say happy birthday. Which was awesome. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. But then, hey, my favorite part of that whole thing... NWO comes out, the music hits, the crowd pops. I felt so good watching... Scott Hall and Kevin Nash come down. Mm-hmm. Scott Hall looks great. He, Yeah, he, Brian pointed out earlier he did look like someone's dad. But this is the best he's looked in like probably two decades. I can't believe that. Uh, it's the best he's looked in such a long Man. time. It, since since probably like the early 2000s is the best he's looked. Um, he's just together. I had no apprehension listening to him on the mic. When he grabbed the mic, hey yo. Oh, there! I I like I did a flip. I was like I was over the moon. I was so excited. It was great. And then it was Hulk Hogan. You look pretty good in red and yellow. Now, did you did you all see? Did y'all come down to see Hulk Hogan being the red and yellow? And then he holds out the microphone. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Or did you come down to see Hulk Hogan in the black and white? And then they're even louder. As he's saying, and it. then and then Hulk Hogan pulls off the shirt, and then. Scott Hall, without missing a beat. Survey says, another win for the good guys. Oh, you're my favorite. <laughs> Scott Hall, when he was like together, was mm-hmm. so unbeatable. Yeah. He was just so good on the mic. He was so good in the ring. And then he was a drunk and he was on drugs. But Bad hey, guy. hey, they all did too sweet. Yes. Too sweet. Too sweet. Oh, so good. Bringing it back. Yep. Uh, then Lesnar interrupted. Oh, hey, you're talking about flipping? Yep. When he came down, because all I kept thinking was, uh, I mean, this is what I want, and they're not going to do it. Yep, yep. So he interrupted and said, party's over, Grandpa. Fuck (laughs) yeah. Eric, I got so excited. But don't worry. John Cena comes down and saves Grandpa's birthday in white shorts. 
John yeah, Cena. He, John Cena is like wearing white shorts, like looks bright so white khakis. Yeah, they're like they looked awful. No jorts this week. No, they look really bad. But what I loved about the part with uh, with Brock Lesnar is that he, and this is why I think he's gonna win. He got in the ring and just got in the face of the greatest names. Yeah. Oh yeah. In, in the WWE, mm-hmm. like right up in the face and shoulder checked Roddy Roddy Piper, and it's like. I mean, if he doesn't win after this, yep. What like you're doing it wrong. Yep. Uh, but that's just me, baby, being a fan who wants what he wants rather than what the story should tell. But anyway, I agree. Uh, let's get to one email. I want to read Ryan's email because okay. he was there. He was there live. Uh, Doctor Ryan Reed, for all your back issues. Uh, <laughs> Ryan writes, "Hey guys, it's Ryan. So I was at Raw live in Portland last night, and I thought I'd give you guys quick thoughts and notes from being in the crowd live. Portland crowds are always pretty normal. Cheer the faces, boo the heels. No real smarky bullshit." except for the crew of hipsters with shitty mustaches in front of us who kept trying to chant CM Punk. I kept telling them to stop. Thankfully, no one else joined in. <laughs> Heath Slater got some real legit chants. Both of his matches and... Both for his match and an after... And the, excuse me. Both for his match and an after the end show part where he and Titus O'Neil tried to bring Hulk Hogan a cake <laughs> and fought over it. Then he threw it, then he threw it at Titus. <laughs> Pretty good. I like that. Cesaro's theme music is super annoying live. Also, the dude next to me played Candy Crush during Cesaro versus Swagger and didn't pay any attention. Eva Marie got zero reaction. No one cares. As boring as they can be on TV, Sheamus versus Randy Orton live was amazing. That match was really good. I yeah. wish I was there live for that. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that match was great. Too, yep. The end where Orton catches a flying Sheamus with an RKO and gets up and poses uh, got some of the biggest boos of the night. Yeah, I thought that crowd reaction mm-hmm. was great. The end with the NWO and Hulk, and Hulk ripping off the shirt to show the black and white got the biggest pop of the night, even over Cena. Absolutely amazing to see Scott Hall. Oh, absolutely amazing to see, and Scott Hall looks amazingly even better. Hmm. Also, when they had the whole roster out on the ramp, Natalia was in front, and she was super short. <laughs> yeah, she's like, people don't realize she's yeah. like 5'4". Big Show was behind the big W for that part and looked really pissed for some reason. Oh, also, Xavier Woods, Kofi, and Big E all stood together and had new matching ring gear. But don't worry, the big over 9,000 on the side, uh, there was a big over 9,000 on the side of Xavier Woods' tights. Oh, good, man. After the cameras turned off, they dropped a ton of yellow and red confetti and balloons. It was seriously insane and so awesome to experience. Overall, it was an amazing show. By far the best TV taping I've ever seen. I've been to. Damn. Real good matches. Good crowd interaction. Also, I wore my Bullet Club shirt and two sweet at Hella People. Yeah. Hell yeah. So it happens, man. Too sweet. Well, Brian, I think that wraps us up. Mm-hmm. We did it. We did another episode. That's episode 25, 25. of the Go Home Show. Um, if you guys want to get a hold of us, Go Home Show at Mega64.com. Twitter at Go Home Show. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash Go Home Show. Uh, the Go Home Show.tumblr.com. We want to hear from you guys. Write in. Let us know your show rundown, what you thought match to match. It doesn't yes. have to be real long, nope. or it can just be an, over- an overarching thing. Like, I liked SummerSlam, I yeah. did not like SummerSlam. Send us your thoughts about that pay-per-view because yes. we want to leave. We want to read them. I think we're going to have a lot of time to talk about yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah. I really want to get into like what the guy, like what you guys have to say. So yep. please like send, send us emails, in. send us emails, tweet at us. Hey guys, tweet your best two sweet picks. Yes. We'll be retweeting two sweet picks, sending our best two sweet picks out. We'll probably too sweet over this microphone and we'll tweet it and then you guys will see it and listen to it and go, Oh damn. They talked about that. Yeah. Damn. That was it. Boom, boom. Well, Brian, that wraps up the show. Mm. What do you think, on a scale of one to two sweet, how sweet was this show? It was too sweet. And what should everyone do now? They should all go home. <laughs>